Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Have you ever seen a horse? Okay, I'm sure you have. Have you ever seen a seahorse? I can say I don't think I've ever seen one. And yet, there are many animals that are related to seahorses. You get pipefish, pygmy seahorses, uh, pygmy pipe horses, excuse me, and things called sea dragons. Low Classens is a research associate of zoology and entomology at Rhodes University. Uh, Low, good morning. Why do these creatures, seahorses, pipefish, why do they look in the way that they do? Um, morning. Um, thank you for the time. Yeah, they are creatures kind of of myth, if you think about it. Um, mostly they blend in with their habitat. Um, and then, of course, they use their tail, which we call the prehensile tail, to grasp onto holdfasts um, because they're not the best swimmers. So when there's current and different things moving, they like to hold on to the habitat surrounding them. How do they actually eat? I mean, if they aren't able to move very well, what are they eating? So a lot of them are hunters. They eat little tiny crustaceans and things in the water and then they get pretty close and form a a suction movement with their mouth that works like a straw and by doing that they kind of suck in the prey animal what's really cool about seahorses and pipefish is that they're really good hunters they have about a 90 percent success uh, rate when they see a, a prey item they they are able to catch it they're quite small right most of them most of them are. Um, you get the pygmy seahorses and, and pipe horses. So a pygmy seahorse is about two centimeters big, so teeny tiny. And then you get bigger seahorses in, in South Africa. In Africa, you're looking at about 10 to 15 kind of centimeters um, on the bigger scale. And the habitats that they live in, are there particular places that they like to live? So a lot of species are habitat specific, so they only occur in a, in a specific area. So the Neisner seahorse or the estuarine pipefish, which are found only in South Africa, occur only in estuaries, in seagrass beds. Other species really occur across kind of like the seascape, from estuaries to coral reefs to seagrass to mangroves. But most of them occur in those shallow um, coastal environments, which kind of increases the threat that they face because that's where we like to live and that's where we like to develop and have a bigger impact. Um, If you look at some of the sort of websites around seahorses, and I mean, some of these websites, you know, I don't always know whether it's facts or factoids. They say that seahorses mate for life and it's the males who carry the young, the babies. Is that true? Well, the fact in there is the males do carry the, the babies and they give birth and it's one of the only species in the world, only animals in the world that does that. Um, maybe more a factoid, um, some species do mate and they are monogamous, um, at least for a breeding season, some for life, but that's not across the board. It's so interesting. I imagine that, you know, um, the risk, of course, is that so many of them are threatened. And if we've got rising sea temperatures, this will have a big impact. Definitely. So it's the rising sea temperatures, but specifically what happens to the habitat. So without the suitable habitat, you don't have the animal. Um, and of course, all the dynamics that goes with it, having enough food, having a place to hide and finding a mate. And what's also important is that populations are quite relatively small, localized for seahorses and pipefish. So harvesting and poaching can have a really big effect on a local scale. Low class and thank you. Research Associate of Zoology and Entomology at Rhodes University.